powerful healer, defiant witch, soft and fluffy session puppy. All this and more coming up on this character exploration episode of Lasers and Lockets, the podcast that celebrates strong and complex female characters in science fiction and fantasy entertainment. This is episode 62. To the theme! to the show. As always, I am your friendly neighborhood host, Lee. Before we dive into the episode, please take a moment to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. It's free, and it'll ensure you get our new episodes in your feed automatically. Also, it really helps our little podcast get more exposure. I am so grateful for each and every one of you, dear listeners. So let's talk some nerdy news before we dive into the topic tonight. News. HBO Max has released a trailer for its first of several planned spin-offs of the Game of Thrones series called House of the Dragon. You can check out the trailer on YouTube or at the article link in the show notes. Den of Geek has posted a great article about what they think is the scariest moment in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And as the Halloween season is upon us, I think it is well worth a read. And since I have found several moments in that series the scary, or very scary. Uh, I found it a very, very interesting read. You can check it out at the link in the show notes. Lastly, I am so excited to announce that we have moved our show to Anchor, and it's even easier to find us now. Check out the link in the show notes if you want to catch us really easily. Another really cool feature about Anchor is that you can leave a voicemail if you want to share your thoughts about an episode, or you want to answer the episode question that way. Who knows? Your message may be included in the next episode of the show. So give it a try. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the topic tonight. I had so much fun doing my character exploration of Scylla Ramshorn from Motherland for Salem. And I had several requests after that episode to do additional character explorations of the other characters in Motherland, so I am happily obliging. Tonight's character exploration is our favorite fixer, Rail Caller. You know, from the beginning, when I first started seeing commercials for Motherland, I kind of thought of Rael as the lead protagonist of the series, and while I think the other characters became just as important throughout the course of the first season, I still often consider Rael to be the unexpected leader of the unit, even though it's called the Bellwether unit. Let's get a little backstory here. Rael Collar is played by the intelligent, kind, beautiful, warm, thoughtful, insert many other kind adjectives here, Taylor Hickson. Taylor is a young Canadian actress full of spunk and warmth and so, so, so much potential. She's talented, like epically talented. And Taylor comes across as kind and authentic and open and warm. In watching hours of interviews and podcasts and whatnot with her, I find her just so well-spoken and willing to share her thoughts and her feelings and be vulnerable. And that's something that I absolutely love about her as a human. As I mentioned with Amalia, I am equally so grateful to get the opportunity to exist on this planet at the same time as Taylor Hickson. 
she gives her character her all and pretty much any character she's ever played and i am so excited to dive into rail caller with you this character is unique and interesting and i really think that motherland has the special sauce with this character in particular so rail caller is introduced to us as okay thought is just thought is just coming to my head right now we're gonna play it out here just a moment of discussion before we get back into rail caller but okay so you know how at the beginning of the pilot we're introduced to rail and tally and abigail in their quote-unquote normal lives off base did you guys realize that we're also introduced to Scylla in the same way at the mall with the spree attack? I never made that connection till just this moment. Oh my gosh. My mind is totally blown right now. H am I the last person to recognize that? I always thought it was just Rael and Tally and Abigail, but I just thought of Scylla and in that context, we were also, yeah, oh my goodness, mind blown. Anyway, th this is why I love this show so much. I love exploring and discovering things like this about this complex show in such a beautiful way. Oh man, anyway, sorry. Okay, back to Rael. <laughs> also, why did I apologize? You should never apologize for your nerdiness. And I am apologizing for apologizing. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Rael Caller. She's introduced to us at the beginning of the pilot. We see her in the session, and she comes home to find a woman who needs some healing in her house. Rael uses the work that her mama taught her, and she heals that particular woman. And something interesting about Rael is that she, for a brief time, takes on the condition that the other person had. So it's, it's, it's pretty fascinating. We see that kind of develop and get better, and anyway, uh, Rael becomes much more powerful through the course of the series, but that's how we're introduced to her the very beginning of the series. And that's really the first glimpse of the kind of human that Rael Collar is at her core. Let's, let's talk about Rael at the beginning of season one. <clears throat> so she presents as someone who feels like the military has already taken enough from her family. Her mother's life, her freedom, her autonomy. She's grown up knowing that the military did not approve of who Willa Collar married, a civilian, and the military has wildly underestimated Rail due to her half-breed status, really. Her family was not welcomed with open arms into the military, much like Abigail's family was, or Tally's family, or whoever it may be. And I talked about this in the very first podcast that I did about Motherland Fort Salem, but uh, Rael was not my favorite character at the beginning. And it's wild to think about how much growth has happened in both the character and me since Motherland Fort Salem aired uh, the first time in 2020. The, the world kind of imploded around us, but I feel like I've grown more as a human in these past few years than I did when I was younger. And I think that that kind of colors and changes the way that you look at characters on television. And I know that it certainly did with me and Rael. So we see at the beginning that Rael is hurting and she does not value her life at all. Kind of similar to Scylla, but in a, a, a very different way. It's incredibly interesting to see that while Ray doesn't necessarily value her life now either, at the end of season two even, 
it's in a very different way. And we're going to talk about that more when we get to season two. As a reminder, I always try to keep this as spoiler free as possible of like major spoilers, but there are just little things that I might spoil along the way. But I feel like it still encourages you to really love the show. Um, and it, and it, and it makes you want to watch it and get to know the characters as well too, hopefully. So right at the beginning of season one, kind of kamikaze. Really, she just wanted to get blown up on the front lines and, uh, you know, kind of go out in a blaze of glory. And Scylla calls Rael out on that kamikaze behavior in episode one. And we begin to see a shift in her when she realizes that it is wise to allow the military to make her powerful. And that might be the way to show her defiance. Rael is an extremely guarded character at the very beginning of season one. She's really standoffish with her unit. She doesn't trust people very easily. You see it in episode two when uh, when Scylla won't tell her much about herself. She becomes immediately guarded again. She was starting to open up a little and then becomes guarded again. She doesn't really want to make friends at Fort Salem. She doesn't actually want to be there really. So I think it's an interesting character growth that as she grows to trust her unit, Abigail and Tally, I mean, you can tell that she just immediately starts to feel some warmth towards Tally because Tally is just, I mean, who wouldn't want to be besties with Tally, really? But uh, as she also begins to trust Scylla a little bit more, you see her open up, and I think it's a really beautiful thing. And I think it's important to her character development and the way that she starts to grow and improve her skills and learn new work and it's just uh yeah beautiful thing but the thing that i uh, immediately recognized about rael is that her first instinct is always to help people to help scylla with whatever she's dealing with to help tally and abigail to help porter to help the little tureen boy at her core royale is a fixer not just in the work that she does but in her soul really And I can understand that, and I think that that's what really helped me to fall in love with her as a character. Rael has the best heart. It is not envious or unkind or judgmental. It's not power-hungry or ambitious. It's full of forgiveness and acceptance and love for people she may not quite understand initially. Rael is really the person who sees others for who they truly are, not the shield that they put up. And maybe that's why she was drawn to Scylla, or Abigail even, (laughs) or Tally. Uh, And maybe it's part of a product of her powers and the work that she has in her as a fixer. But I like to think that it's deeper in her core of her character and a product of her parents, too. You can tell that Edwin is a kind and gentle and giving person, and he demonstrates that, uh, you know, that tendency, tendency towards forgiveness. You see it with his interactions in season two. Willa, as well, is a fixer, too, and she's clearly passed that on, and that helpful heart and that desire to be kind to other people, to Rael. And perhaps the thing that Rael learns as much as Scylla is that there are things worth living for and there are things worth dying for. And Rael learns when to make those choices. I think one of the things that makes Rael that powerhouse of a character 
is knowing when to make those choices. And there, you know, it's just something about her character just really makes her feel like a safe space to a lot of characters in the show. One of the things that made Rael such a powerhouse as a character is something that frustrated me during my initial watch through. And I mentioned this in my first episode about the series, but Rael is unwilling to do or not do something simply because someone told her that she should or shouldn't do it. And it frustrated me when I watched the series initially, and I, I mentioned it in that episode. I initially thought it was because I, by nature, am a rule follower, and she is not. But then I realized why it frustrated me was because that defiant, independent spirit was something about my own character that I don't always particularly love about myself. But like Rael, it also makes me unwilling to stand by and watch an injustice happen. And Rael is the same way. I am certain that my parents and family and friends have heard me say time and time again, I have to figure it out for myself way more than is good for me. But every time it makes me stronger. And it made Rael a much stronger character as well. Everything that she goes through in season one makes her a stronger and more powerful character in season two. But for Rael, it's that combination of that defiant spirit and her good heart that make her a fantastic hero. And I love that. The events of season one broke Rael. Rael was broken even before season one, I believe. But the events of season one broke her even more. But I think they also made her stronger than she ever could have been without it. Season two, Rael is full of such incredible growth. And I think that that is an excellent segue into talking about that. And one thing that I really love is that in this series, Rael's growth is entirely different than Scylla's growth. Just totally different kinds of growth going on, and I love that. A lot of shows will kind of, you know, make the growth between two characters that are in a romantic pairing sort of parallel so that they come together again or sort of kind of on a, on a is it a converging path? Yeah. But here, they made them strong independent of each other, which made them better together, if that makes sense. So... Scylla tells Rael in the pilot episode that she needs to let the army make her strong and powerful. And that's exactly what Rael does. She learns and develops and becomes one of the most powerful witches in history. And I love that. But the key thing here is that Rael continues to have that defiant spirit. And to, she refuses to let the army make her a monster or a weapon. She does not become powerful for gain. And I think that's a, a super crucial thing about Rael's character. She becomes powerful so that she can help other people, not for her own gain. There's this incredibly simple moment in episode 5 of season 2. I think it was episode 5. Where, uh, yeah, during a ritual, one of the other members of her company is struck down, and they call for a fixer, for Rael. And I just love the confidence with which she harnesses her power and performs her work. Later on in the season, someone runs into the dorm and says they need a fixer, and Rael immediately goes out to help without regard for her own sake. To me, that is just one more example of who Rael is at her core. She will always try to save somebody else, and it's, it's just a beautiful thing about her character. 
Perhaps one of the most powerful things that Motherland teaches is that being a good person and having a good heart does not make you weak. Feelings do not make you weak. Rail is the ultimate evidence of that. I feel like in listening to uh, to Taylor's interviews, and um, and I think she kind of likewise agrees with this, but season two is very much about forgiveness. Forgiveness of terrible wrongs, forgiveness of oneself, forgiveness of past mistakes, and compassion. Looking a little bit deeper into what's going on and trying to understand the motive behind people, not just the actions. Rael is someone who has a lot of compassion, and that's something that I think that we're missing a lot in the world right now. And characters like Rael remind me to show compassion to those around me and to myself too, which I think is a super important thing. And I think that's something that we see with Rael in season two is this compassion that she finds for herself. She was incredibly hard on herself after the events of season one. But I think she also finds that compassion for herself in, in season two, not just for everyone else around her. And I think that that is, I just, yeah. <clears throat> I know I keep using the word powerful, but that's the thing that always comes to mind with Rael is this power that she has. Rael is given the ultimate choice in season two when it comes to forgiveness and compassion. And it shows something really incredible about about her uh, character. In season two, and I'm not going to give any context to this, but she says, quote, the two women I've loved most in the world were terrorists who did awful things. What does that say about me? And my heart just broke for her in that moment. And maybe your heart did too when you uh, see that scene. But I think the thing that it says is that Rael is full of love and forgiveness and the ability to see people for who they truly are, not just what they've done. Rael is really the best of us all, and I find her to be a good example of somebody to look up to, uh, of, of a character to look up to, and I, I love that about her character. I really hope, though, that they explore that more in season three. I would be happy to see Rael and Scylla working through these difficulties together. Because I think the important thing that was touched on and in the After the Storm episode, um, if you're not watching those After the Storm uh, episodes on YouTube after you, uh, after you watch an episode of the actual show, these behind-the-scenes videos are amazing. But uh, the, the really key point that was made is that with Ray and Scylla, they're not saying that everything is okay and that there aren't things that they don't need to work on. But I think the thing that they're saying is that love and forgiveness is stronger than all of that. And that makes me so hopeful about season three. And I love that that is kind of the, the, the message of those characters is largely forgiveness and also that looking beyond the facade and what you think you know about somebody. And that is something that I feel like the show does really well with all of the characters, not just Rael, but it helps us to have compassion for people that are not like us because you can start to see behind the scenes, the motives behind things. And it makes me want to pause before I ever treat anybody with unkindness because you never know what's going on in their life and you don't know what 
has happened or what is happening right now. And, it, you know, characters like Rael and Scylla and Abigail and um, Tally, they, they teach us to look beyond that. And that's the beautiful thing about bringing those characters and to think about the lessons that you learn from a show like Motherland into the real world. I think another really powerful trait with Rael is her loyalty. So that is something that is explored quite a bit in the series. Um, loyalty and breaking of trust and uh, how do you rebuild that trust. And Rael is the, the character who is most willing to forgive, I think, is the key thing there. And there have been other characters who have broken her trust. Scylla, Tally, Abigail even. But, uh, you know, Willa, you know, whoever it may be. But that's the, the thing that I love about this particular character is that exploration of trust and of loyalty and of that unflinching loyalty that Rael has to everyone who becomes a part of her found family and even her real family, which is, is such a beautiful thing. There's a scene in uh, season two, episode eight. You'll know it when you see it, but it just demonstrates that loyalty and that kindness and pretty much every core essence that makes Rael who she is, is shown in this particular scene. And I cheered from my couch and I know that my friend, while she was watching the series, she was texting me and she just sent me a whole bunch of heart emojis when she got to that part. and. That's what I love about Rael, is just such a powerhouse of a character in all of her glory and goodness. Uh, yeah, I just, I could gush about her for hours, <laughs> but we should probably go ahead and wrap up now. Uh, I don't want to give any too major spoilers, but, uh, you know, Rael is a character who, like I mentioned at the beginning, I did not love her initially, but I grew to love her as one of my absolute favorite characters. And Rael is the character I feel like I would want to have on my side if I was scared or hurt or afraid of, you know, trying to put my heart out there again or whatever it may be. Rael is an excellent example of somebody who sees the worst of humanity and still chooses to be a good person and still chooses to, to choose love and compassion and forgiveness and hope over everything else. And that really, to me, is the essence of Motherland Fort Salem, is to choose hope over, uh, you know, over everything else, to choose to be that, uh, that person who reaches across the aisle and uh, who protects uh, you know, the people around them, or who is willing to learn something more about somebody before you make a judgment. And uh, yeah, such a great series. As you know, I love it. And I would highly recommend if you haven't given it a chance yet, and if these couple of character explorations have intrigued you, you can find Motherland Fort Salem streaming on Hulu as well as Disney Plus both seasons so you don't even have to wait you can binge the whole two seasons and it's just 10 episodes each so that's what 20 episodes you can totally do it and uh, yeah I just I love it and I think that you guys will love it too that uh, that brings us to the episode question gentle listeners 
what character on Motherland Fort Salem is the one that you would love to see a character exploration of next? Would you like to see one of Tally, Abigail, um, Alder? Uh, you know, any, I'm happy to explore any of the characters. Anacostia, um, really, there's so many incredible characters. So I would love to know which character you'd like to see an exploration of next. Go ahead and tweet that to us with the hashtag LasersLockets, or you can leave a voicemail uh, on our anchor page. The link is in the show notes. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. We will catch you back here in a couple of weeks. Until then, practice your mother tongue, respect the mushroom kingdom, and maybe if you're pure of heart, the mycelium will choose you. Get your nerd on and be awesome. All right. All right.